Hey guys, welcome in. This is the Dynasty Pod. We're without Brendan today, just me, Sam, and uh, and Trevor here. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about uh, recapping week one, talking a little bit about week two. Might go through a few Dynasty waivers, even though that's kind of a barren landscape these days. Uh, but we'll go through a couple of those week one guys that popped. And then uh, we've, got another, we've got a couple more fun segments for you guys this week. Uh, so, you know, buckle up. But uh, I'm going to go ahead. We'll start with uh, some news and notes from around the league. So I'm going to just pass it over to Trev for that. Uh, biggest thing as far as uh, news goes is going to be Dak's injury. Yeah. Um, the the interesting part about it, so it was a uh, it was a hand injury similar to Russell Wilson's, right? Um, from my understanding, he's having surgery. Uh, doctor, the early early report said he should be out six to eight weeks, but apparently they're not going to put him on IR. Is the latest information. So if he's not on IR, they're trying to get him back early. And yeah. I don't know if y'all remember this, but Russ early was not good. <laughs> that guy needed to to rest. So. Um, and then everybody's talking about Jimmy G going to going to Dallas, but I don't think that's the answer either. I don't think they have an answer. I think it's just not that they aren't putting him on IR. I really don't see a trade happening. Like, why would they spend capital on a Jimmy G trade if they're not even going to put Dak on IR? Yeah, the um, O line, if it wasn't bad enough, also lost a guard to a high ankle sprain. So mm, that's right. Like, yeah, when it rains, it pours on for Dallas. Um, uh, Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell, he's out for uh, like two months. Um, I mean, we knew he was going to get injured at some point in the season. Like, you know, you don't want to label anyone injury prone, but that dude, uh, he's going to be out for a minute. So um, let's see. We also got uh, on the defensive side, TJ Watt and Jamal Adams both look like they're out for the season. Um, if, if you're playing the IDP game, which I know we we are in one league. Yeah, I know. Now I'm following these defensive players too. <laughs> Um, I already and, had Harold Landry on IR, Chris Chase Young on mm-hmm. IR, Deion Jones on IR, and now I just lost Jamal Adams. So I'm basically looking through that team, looking for assets to trade into a tank at this point. <laughs> mm-hmm. So this is the second year that we've done, like you weren't in the first league, but we tried out an all IDP league and it, it didn't really work. But this is like just a few added in. Um, but that was me. In that other league, really? I had oh like I drafted gosh. a great team and just injury after injury. My IR was always full, and it does kind of suck. But and you don't get as much clarity on injuries and day to day and week yeah. to week um, from the fan fantasy perspective. So it is it does add that layer to it. Um, anyway, back to it. So Godwin's going to be out for a few weeks. Uh, I think they're dumb for playing him at all. I think he should. <laughs> like, I mean. Dude, he was getting rushed back, and now he's going to be out for even longer. But uh, I don't know. Uh, Russell Gage and Julio Jones looking good, I guess, for the foreseeable future. Yeah. Um, yeah. You you mentioned something about Julio. Do you want to go ahead and? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we can talk about it when we get to the uh, takes I was wrong on. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair but, enough. Uh, um, yeah. You know, suffice it to say, I picked the wrong Bucks wide receiver to pull a hammy in week one. So. Dude, yeah, um, um, but Julio looked great. So, super he looked super fast and I, in I know. pain. I saw a lot of tweets about <laughs> Falcons fans, uh, probably you know, 
being frustrated over the fact that Julio still looks good this many years after you guys let him go. <laughs> yeah, no. Dude, the Falcons are such a terrible organization. Anyway, <laughs> um, no dirty birds. Uh, <laughs> um, I thought it was worth mentioning. There's a Ravens guard. Um, I think his last name is James. I didn't write it down, but uh, he's out with an Achilles injury. So, like, uh, they were plagued with injuries last year. But uh, just to have an issue on the offensive line this early with J.K. still not back, I don't know what that looks like, but I just thought it was worth mentioning. Uh, Keenan Allen is probably out next week because they play on Thursday. So everything that we're reading as of today, today's Tuesday, um, is is looking like he's probably going to sit out uh, week two. And then Mac Jones, uh, last thing we heard was uh, he could be week to week. It looks like he's probably going to be ready for the next game. I think that is it for the injury report. Yeah, not a great week for injuries. <laughs> I have teams with Dak and Elijah Mitchell on my team, so yeah, dude, it was a that's rough. this was the craziest week one I've I've been a part of. Like, oh, I saw so many guys out of the woodwork. I saw Mike Clay tweet too. I mean, this is kind of just in general for week one, but I saw Mike Clay tweeted that. Like the average points scored or total points scored this week was like 50 or 60 points below the week one average. So that was encouraging to me, at least from the perspective of like, I know a lot of guys scored a little bit less than we expected, but it was like encouraging to know that was it was an abnormal week one. Yeah, so the week average is 767 total points across 16 games. The books projected 741 points, actual 673 points. So 70 points lower Good than Lord. the books suggested. So they're just low-scoring games across the board. Lots of injuries. Weird, weird week one, I thought, honestly. Yeah, and last year was the other way. Last year was, like, way yes, higher that's than right. average. Yes. So we're coming back from, like, the highest to... I don't. I haven't been a part of a fantasy season that I can remember that was like this. Like I won most of my matches, and still it looked terrible. Well, like, I had nobody several, like fifty point games, sixty point games. Like I, it was, it did not feel good. Uh, didn't yeah, winning with like a hundred and eight points is just. <laughs> it's like you're looking at it and you're wondering how, and then you go look and it's like, oh, I, I'm the fifth highest score in the league this week. That's nuts. <laughs> oh man. <sighs> Okay, yeah, so I can't, yeah, I, so I mean, that, that that really covers it, though. Most of the news is just injury-type stuff. Uh, there really isn't any other big things going on right now, and stuff might develop later in the week. For example, like, you know, I think we're still going to keep an eye on the guys who set out week one, like George Kittle, Rondell Moore. Uh, um, Lazard. Lazard. We'll see if Keenan Allen plays this week. Probably not. Probably going to be a, a, another week, like you said. Um, I saw Zach Wilson's probably not coming back until week four. So, um, but, uh, so, you know, just keep an eye on those guys. Uh, I usually, I'm, I, it's hard because I try to make a prediction of like, is this guy coming back or not? Because I hate spinning fab on somebody and then they come back and I got to take them off IR and drop the guy I spin fab on. So I'm like, I'm taking Lazard more, Kittle off my waivers or off my IR spot. You know, I'm not going to try to fill an empty spot with those guys. Uh, what about J.K. Dobbins? Do you think he's back this week? Um, I don't know. I don't I don't think so. 
I think he's going to be out a few I, weeks, honestly. <laughs> I'm not feeling good about yeah, it. Yeah, I do too. I mean, the way it was progressing through the whole off season was like, maybe week one, maybe week one, maybe week one. And then like now it's a maybe week two. But I don't know if you remember, but like either a week before or two weeks before the start of the season, they were like, no, it's probably not going to happen. Like there wasn't much. They just like dashed hope of like, and he said he might, but I don't know, man. I think it's going to be like, maybe they should have just put him on IR and like brought him back week four and or week five and just done it that way. That way he had some rest and we could expect the comeback. Cause if they put him in now, it's like, I don't know. I don't know a lot of people that started Godwin. I know I wouldn't have if I had him. I don't. I don't think I have any Godwin, unfortunately. But the the first week JK's back, I'm not playing him. Like I'm gonna put him to the side and just, let's see what we got. Yeah, I, I think so too. So I think it's a few weeks until I plan on starting uh, JK Dobbins. But uh, I'm gonna go. We're gonna go ahead and move on to our next segment today. So this is gonna be fun. You know, it's week one. You have to have a week one overreaction segment, you know. So we're going to talk about, you guys have heard three or four podcast episodes of us now. You've heard all of our takes, good and bad. We're going to talk through a couple that we got right, take our victory laps. And, you know, we'll talk about the ones we got wrong, too. We'll we'll, we'll do our penance, you know. <laughs> yes, I will. Yeah. Yes, I will. <laughs> well, well, uh, you know, some of them, maybe it's not fully wrong, but uh, but we'll talk about them. Um, yeah, so this can be a fun one. Uh, Trev, I'm going to let you start, and I'm going to close this door behind me. Uh, but you've got you, you got the first one on here. All right. I'm actually um, – I don't have the doc in front of me, but uh, I'm, I'm going to talk about real quick my guys and my sleeper. So um, – Sam, I actually don't have the doc in front of me, so I'm just going to talk about my guys and my yeah, sleeper got, real quick. Yeah, you got A-Rob is washed and Cam Akers is washed. Yeah, that's 100% both those. <laughs> like, the only <laughs> the only thing about the Robinson is they only targeted him like twice. So it's hard to say that that's him 100% washed because I didn't even expect a goose egg, you know? Yeah. But I do think I do think he's washed. I mean, that's, um, I can't remember where I heard it, but it's like his lowest, uh, other than injury games, it's his lowest targets yeah. of, of his career in a game. So, and, and honestly, like he's, I, I, most of, I, I saw some people saying the routes he ran looked good. I saw other people saying all of the routes he ran were curls. You ran five yards, turned around, and stood there. So, like, either way, though, he doesn't look like he's involved in the passing game, even even if he does have it. <laughs> so. No, I mean, they, they featured, like, three other guys more than him, including, yeah. Yeah. you know, like, just players you've never heard of. So it's hard <laughs> – it's hard for me because I want, I want to be right that he's washed, but I also don't think he's 100% out of the game like – week one has been so it, it's hard to imagine what his actual value is like yeah. if you have are you trading them or are you holding them because if you trade them what are you getting for yeah at this point you gotta hold he didn't do anything i mean you gotta hold and hope at this point uh so week one overreaction is he on your bench until he proves that yeah, he's, he's definitely worth on bench. yeah if i draft him he's on your bench, on bench. So. um 
And I, I guess I don't think oh, they're going to try to trade him. him. I just don't think he's he. I don't think Allen Robinson is going to retain enough value. You know, I think. But I mean, I, this is why I have no Allen Robinson shares. He looks exact. I mean, it's exactly what happened last year. Everybody drafted Allen Robinson with high hopes, and then he didn't do anything for weeks. And I just see the same thing happening. I, I feel like it's one yeah. of those things. It's like we should have seen it coming. All right, next on here you've got Cam Akers, another yeah, LA right, Ram. So- yeah, uh, he had the Achilles injury. Um, he he came back, didn't look good uh, last year. He had a hamstring issue going into this week, but he looked like he was fine. But he um, he didn't he didn't look good in the limited amount of work. And then um, Kyron Williams, that was his name. I couldn't remember his name. Kyron Williams, uh, running back for the Rams. Yeah. Uh, hurt himself on a, I think it was a kick return. It was either a kick return or a punt return. But he hurt himself, and it looked like that was maybe going to be the plan, was hold Cam out, at least for the most part, and let Kyron do his stuff. So as much as I like Jake Funk, because he has an awesome name, um, I don't. I still don't think he's involved. But is Akers 100% washed? I don't know. I mean... We're gonna to get to him in a minute, but Achilles doesn't mean everything, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. I, but he, I don't I have mean, any he camps. He was just zero percent involved. He, he had yeah. like one carry that he lost five yards on or something. I mean, I, I do not feel good. If, I, and Cam Akers, I think you probably got him even higher than Allen Robinson. I mean, oh in, yeah. In Dynasty, if you have Cam Akers, what do you do at this point? I don't know. I mean, that's another, like, you can't drop him, but you've got to just hold and hope and sit him on your bench and I hope mean, that he's going to come back. Him for a, th- a third? I wouldn't, a I wouldn't send a third out for him. I wouldn't send a third out for him. Now, if I'm <laughs> no, going to give me a third for Cam Akers, I'll, I'm I'll totally sure take I'd it. The third. I feel like it's honest. Honestly, I'm just, I'm so convinced he's just done. I had a, a buddy of mine, um, Oh, I mean, we're we're in the league. False yeah. <laughs> loves Cam Akers. <laughs> he sent me a message. He's like, doesn't look good for him. I'm like, no, it doesn't. Man. <laughs> like, no, it does not. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Oh man! So yeah, so, like that so dude can... is. It's just not good. We didn't think we were going to be learning that much from this from that Thursday game, but honestly, I, I mean, that's I rough. A so Rob and Akers on the same Alan team, Robinson. both being washed. Both LA Rams really didn't look good. Uh, a victory lap. I wrote this one in here because I remember you saying it, so I gave this one to you. A, a one that you got right. I feel like you talked a lot about in our My Guys episode. Michael Pittman, one of your My Guys for this season, right? Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he was my number one. Your number one My Guy. So we talked a lot about yeah. how you said, as a Falcons fan, over the years, Matt Ryan has always found one guy and hyper-targeted him. And in the Colts-Texans game that I watched the entire game, he only had eyes for Michael Pittman. I mean, he he didn't even look for anybody else. So, like, I, I had to give you props on that one. He does use his number two more than he did, but I think that's a quality issue. I think yeah. the difference I mean, it, when, you, when Julio's your one – <laughs> yeah when julio's your one spread it to the two is a lot easier than when it's 
Ashlyn Doolin. Like, <laughs> so, I mean, Michael Pittman is a beast. So when you're when you're looking around the field, it's not a surprise that he's finding Michael Pittman. Yeah, but I um, mean, he was just all he was dominating. Uh, uh, I can't emphasize enough that Michael Pittman was my number one, my guy. He was yeah. the number one. He was the number one, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and I can't sure. emphasize that enough. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, absolutely. I, I will say, overall, though, I was not impressed with Matt Ryan. Overall, I did not yeah. think Matt Ryan looked very good. The ball came that came out of his hands slow. It did not have zip on it. Uh, he he was taking sacks against the Houston Texans defense. Um, mm-hmm. But I think this season Pittman is going to be very good. Uh, but I mean, I'm starting to worry about the Colts in general. I mean, it's like Philip Rivers looked. Jacoby Brissett looked this way. Philip Rivers looked this way. Carson Wentz looked this way. Matt Ryan looked this way. It's like, is it the quarterback or is it Frank Reich? Uh, it's it's hard for me to know at this point because I don't know. I think they got some some week one. Definitely got some some issues they got to work on. Yeah, but I think I think they bounce back. I mean, I think I think it's overall going to be a fine team. We'll talk more about what you believe about the Colts later in the episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so I'll take one. I mean, I think. Uh, if we I think we talked about this in our running back rankings episode, but I talked about how I firmly believe that Saquon Barkley could have one of his best seasons yet and return to rookie form. I think you guys uh, told me over and over again how wrong you thought I was. But mm-hmm. so, so yeah, I'm I got to take a big old L on that one because <laughs> I thought he was washed too. I thought he was done, yeah. and seeing him, that I mean, was not looks, done. He that looks like his rookie season. Huge. I mean, yeah, the same amazing. type of runner, getting to the edge and breaking long runs. It was vintage Saquon. He had 18 mm-hmm. carries for 164 yards and a touchdown. Best single game Jesus. rushing total since 2016 for Saquon Barkley. Um, yeah, no, he looked great. So, very encouraging. I have zero. It's, you know, obviously we're, we're overreacting <laughs> to week one. Uh, I have to admit, as much as I backed Saquon in our running back rankings episode, I only have him in one out of uh, oh, like 10 leagues, 11 leagues. Uh, mm-hmm. And so that's rough. That's rough. That's rough on me. That's tough. You know, I, 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 I think this guy's better than consensus, but I, I don't really want him on my game. I had a big game, but it's just I just couldn't do it at the end of the day. I just couldn't do it. <laughs> So, well, to be fair, where he was going in drafts, like at the end of the second, there was just so many other guys that like I just didn't took week one. Took but... guys that didn't have a didn't have uh, issues. Um, but, yeah. uh, but I should have taken Saquon. Saquon looks like a, like a top five running back again. I mean, it's and he the the Giants' offense will revolve around him, so uh, he's going to be great for fantasy. All right, this last one, I think, I think all three of us said this. All three of us. You know, we're on James Robinson from the beginning. We all believed this is not going to just be Travis Etienne's backfield. James Robinson is still going to have a role. Now, I don't know if we were how confident we were in his ability to come back from the Achilles, but he looked great. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I maybe higher than consensus, but like I wasn't high on him because of the Achilles. So 
I I thought it was a game ender. So everybody was the big question mark. Um, you know, can these elite guys come back from an Achilles? But I I didn't think anybody could. And we've never really seen anybody come back strong. And then I seen Cam Akers on Thursday, and I was like, nope. <laughs> like it just assured me that James Robinson's gonna have a terrible week. Yeah. And he was yeah. still in my in our league. Uh, I'm I'm on a massive uh, rebuild. Um, but he was he was still starting for me, and it 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 helped it helped me almost he, he get got the victory. You an almost win, and then you traded him away, traded him away immediately. So <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Uh, With the snap percentage, was, that's that's yeah. yeah what the the one one thing you want to look at, it was close to fifty fifty. It was like fifty two forty eight or something like that. Yeah. So and that's what um, I mean, if I you have Robinson. He's he's gonna be it's a fifty fifty timeshare. They never it's this mm-hmm. this is not the coaching staff that drafted Travis Etienne. They're not locked in on Travis Etienne. Um and James Robinson. You have been coach. saying that. Or, yeah. He'll he eleven in, carries in the, for sixty six and in two TDs. I mean, he was he was good. Yeah, and the way he runs in, in garbage time games, which I don't expect a lot of out of Trevor Lawrence and crew, but like in the few games that he's gonna have some garbage time. He's he's going to be the one out there. It's not going to be yeah. Uh, even though they aren't invested in Travis Etienne, the you know their organization is. They're not going to put a first round you know rookie right. out there for get hurt again. Yeah. All right. So those are those are our, those are our victory laps. Just a few of them. Hopefully, we'll have you know some more in the future. <laughs> some of our uh, ones we thought we were right on will become ones we are right on. <laughs> But uh, so a couple of guys we're having second thoughts on or we're full on admitting we're wrong. Uh, I'll start. <laughs> this, is, this one's tough. This one's tough. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I was singing Daniel Jones' praises, you know, which was a foolish endeavor to begin with. But uh, I kept saying, I think Daniel Jones is going to be better. I think the Giants are going to be better. I, I do think the Giants look better. I think their coaching they looks do. better. Saquon looks good, but the offensive line still looks bad. And Daniel Jones, he still looks bad too. Like uh, he had a fumble in Week One. I was like, oh, my always God. does. Yep. A <laughs> he always fumbles. Good grief! Fumbled, fumbled again. Under duress all day. He was sacked five times, and they still haven't solved. He was sacked five times. Sacked five times. Jeez, I didn't realize that. Yeah, holy crap! And he, uh, and and the and the wide receivers are still a mess. Like, what is going on? Mm-hmm. Kadarius Tony had well, one rush for 19 yards, and mm-hmm. basically he didn't. Did he run any routes? I don't think he even ran routes. They they, they like pulled him after that, and then Wandale Robinson he got um, early. He got injured. Yeah, he got he got injured, but he's fine. Everything and, and, says and he's fine. Galladay is, is completely washed. I think the team even knows. Is Galladay's he still on the team? Yeah, yeah, it's like is he still I, on? The team? I mean, so what they threw the ball to Richie James and, and, mm-hmm. and Sterling and Shepard, who I guess came from an Achilles, you know, as well. So yeah. Sterling Shepard and, and Richie James. Leading targets, Darius Slayton. I, I guess he's gone too. I don't. I never. Don't know what happened to him. So this team that has mm-hmm. more wide receivers than probably any other team in the league, and and they're playing. And Richie James is is getting targets. So it's just. I, I, I honestly don't know if it's all Daniel Jones, but 
if that's what they're going to put out there as wide receivers, it's not going to matter. So I feel bad. I feel bad about having Daniel Jones. <laughs> if if Wandale and Kadarius Tony are both healthy and out on Those the field, which I talent. didn't know it's would be like, a question. It, it could well, that's what I'm going to ask. Is Daniel Jones – is he that much better with those two on the field? Because he didn't have either one, basically. Now, we don't know why he didn't have Kadarius Tony. Nobody knows right now. But, like, if those two are on the field, does he get an upgrade? Yes, I I think he will. I mean, he he passed pretty efficiently. He he, he threw for two touchdowns. He brought that team to a win. He did have an interception in the red zone. That almost was a backbreaker for the game. So, that and the fumble, typical Daniel Jones. But I think he's always going to fumble. Yeah. I think the, the the wide receiver help has to be better. I, or I mean, it has to be an upgrade for him. But uh, but I just I, I'm not a believer that he's going to make a step anymore. I just not. I just don't think the offensive line is going to be good enough. I think they're going to be taking, yeah. taking a quarterback next year at some point. So. Yes, Sam. What a dumb call, Daniel Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So. Let's see. I'll I'll give another another one for me, and then I'll 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 pass to the guys I wrote in for you. Um, <laughs> I think I said Damian, Damian Pierce would have twenty five to thirty carries or something like that. What what I, what I was mean, I talking about? I think he had seven carries. Sorry, the the most embarrassing thing to me here is that I knew this was coming. I I said it. You can attest, I said it in leagues. I said Rex Burkhead is going to get the ball more than anybody thinks. I have Rex Burkhead is my number one most owned player. I have Rex Burkhead in almost every league. I knew this was going to happen. And I still let the hype train for Damian Pierce get to me. It got to everybody, man. <laughs> it got to everybody. But You're I mean, just a he's, Houston homer. the RB2 so. Rex Burkhead. It's, that's, it is what it is. <laughs> I mean, I, 25 to 30 carries didn't sound outlandish a couple of days ago when you I, said it. I thought it was, yeah, right. I thought it was right. there too, you know? I mean, I'll they, take that they L with the ball you. To, they, I mean, they gave the ball to running backs 25 times, but they gave Rex Burke at 14 carries. <laughs> so that's, that's, that's a good way to look at it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they did hand it off 25 times. Okay, but I thought Pierce looked way better. Pierce was clearly better uh, when he was on the field. Rex Burkhead was not getting anywhere so i'm hoping that that changes that's one of those that i'm I'm hoping it's still damian pierce over time we'll we'll get the ball more but we'll see i don't have a lot of trust in this coaching coaching staff yeah i i don't think as far as like hot takes and overreacting um if you drafted pierce for wherever you got him i mean just hold on to him it's it's week one he's a rookie uh burkhead's a vet so I mean, things could things could definitely get worse. You know, we could see him completely be irrelevant. Not that he was very relevant to begin with, but like we could see we could see a you know a ten percent snap percentage versus a higher snap percentage, just not a lot of touches. So it could be worse. <coughs> Excuse me. So uh, let's talk but, yeah, about. Yeah, no, I was of, right there with you. Yeah, I, know, I was right there with you. Yeah, a couple of your guys. Um, I don't want to. Two guys on I don't, that. I, you know. <laughs> they, uh, we, I think we gave you a lot of crap for. Now, they didn't play. They yeah. didn't play, so we don't really – they didn't look bad. But uh, how do you feel about Rondell Moore and Trey McBride being hurt and the limited window of time so, they have without DeAndre Hopkins? All right, so mm, cue the sad music here. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right, so Brendan, Brendan sent me a message. Um, 
at one point and said uh, that Rondell Moore pick looking like a Dante Pettis got to pick right now. And I can't disagree. That is rough. Um, But it may be the truth. And that's so brutal. Um, Whatever that Arizona wide receiver's name is, Dolch. He's got a funny name. I don't remember it, but Dorch. That's what it was, Dorch. Um, Rondell Moore could definitely do more with what Dorch got. Yeah. Um, that said, you know, he was injured, so like I'm gonna I'm gonna take a sidestep on that yes. one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not not a full we're not fully out. Yeah. No. no, 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 I'm not fully out. And and the latest on his injury, we didn't cover it because I guess it was uh a couple weeks ago. I we mm-hmm. I didn't think about it. But Rondale Moore, the the last thing we heard is an MRI. So I don't really know. I haven't seen anything past his MRI if he's gonna be out for several weeks or if it's like a week to week thing don't know so what was trey mcbride even hurt with i i don't think he was <laughs> i'm pretty sure that was oh, i'm pretty sure that was <laughs> oh, no. that's what i was gonna say i'm gonna <laughs> sidestep Rondell more to say how sorry i am for anyone that listened to me including wyatt wyatt i have to apologize to you personally um <laughs> so he he allowed me to be co-owner of a um chaos Devi team yes, and yeah, uh yeah. and we had mcbride in the lineup and i was like he was getting down on him a little bit and i was like no bro don't worry about it mcbride's gonna surprise the hell out of you <laughs> and then he's a healthy and active so uh i'm gonna take a huge l on that one because i mean we're talking about for the season but i really yeah, didn't think good, that was even a possibility long term but i think you were hoping oh, he'll be good this season and He's healthy and active. I think he'll. Great. Yeah, I still think he'll be fantastic long term. But I, when I picked him as a my guy, it was for this year, and yeah. I'm already like sweating bullets. <laughs> like if there's an alarm bell, it is going off big time. Zach Ertz was questionable coming into the game. They ended up saying, "Yeah, he's fine. He's healthy. Everything was trending for him to play anyway." But I thought, I thought they would at least suit him great. up. It was like, like a setup for McBride oh, with uh, Ertz out, maybe. Um, <sighs> And then it hurt my feelings. One, okay, so this last one is, you are not alone here. I think uh, a lot of people feel the same way, but Mike Williams, Keenan Allen was out, and he had four targets. So, cue sad music once again. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not as panicky on Mike Williams. Maybe he was going to have disappearing acts. Um, it is, like, astoundingly shocking that after a Keenan Allen injury, he still didn't have like some type of production. Uh, but I'm not I'm not as fully panicked with uh, yeah. Mike Williams no, as I, I, would I would be with Rondell Moore, Trey McBride. Um, but but it's still not good. I mean, I had him in a couple of different lineups, so I felt that pain just like everybody else did watching watching that goose egg go from a goose egg to a goose egg to a couple of points hurt my feelings but what was what was worse was just mike Mike williams the fact last year several times so i mean you know it's just mike williams yeah i know but the the thing that really the thing that really hurt is at least at least last year when he had disappearing acts it was keenan allen jalen guyton uh uh jared cook um i had to think about who it was now it's gerald everett but but i mean DeAndre Carter? Yeah, you, you, what? DeAndre Carter. I mean, ultimately, it's just they look for Mike Williams for those explosive plays. 
And if the team's playing too high, which I think they did, I think they played too high most of the game. Yeah. Uh, they just, you know, Herbert is too good of a quarterback. He's just going to throw slants all day and tear up your zone. And that's what he did with DeAndre Carter. That's what this I appreciate your quarterback is, is, is good. <laughs> you know, they, <laughs> they take every available opportunity. So. Dude, I'm telling you, that was it was that was a rough one to swallow. That was way harder than Trey McBride because uh, Trey McBride at least was like a rookie. So like, if he comes in, that's only twenty percent snap percentage, but he gets one for thirteen and one. I'm gonna be like ecstatic. But Mike Williams, I expected you know something even on the super low scoring fantasy week. I, I would have still, if you had bet me real money, I'd have bet you just about anything over under four points. I'd have bet you over hundred percent. Every every dollar. So, all right. So, those are our week one overreactions. Um, couple <laughs> ones we're right on. Couple ones we're wrong on. We'll try yeah. that. We might have some more of those in future weeks, but uh, we're gonna be. Oh, next I got week. one more. We didn't think about. Sorry, La- yeah, last sure. minute addition. Um, I don't remember your opinion on it, but I know me and Brendan both thought that Robbie Anderson was washed as well. Yeah. That he was done with. So. I, I Definitely wrong on that. Anderson had a lot of opportunity in this offense, um, but uh, that whole hinting yeah, at I mean, retirement thing like got me. I ago, thought he was so done. That, it's yeah. interesting. We're, we're about to talk about him in the waivers, though. So yeah. he's, a, he's a big. I think Robbie Anderson's a big waiver guy this week. Uh, so let's get into that. So week one waivers. I'm just. We're going to talk about a few guys. I'm, I'm just going to list these guys off. These are, you know, this is dynasty. We're not going to spend a lot of time on waivers each week, but it's week one, so we want to talk about a couple of these guys that popped. Um, I'm just going to list these guys off, Trev, and you tell me if any of these guys are interesting to you in a dynasty. Uh, ben Skowernick, DeAndre Carter, Dante Pettis, Greg Dort, nope. Richie James, nope. Kyle nope. Phillips. Uh, interesting. I, I have not seen him on any of my dynasty. Where's the bab? He's he's probably not yeah. available. But if, if, if but anyways, Brandon Bolden in the more shallow dynasty leagues, yeah. Brandon Bolden, yeah. Brandon, Brandon Bolden's Bolden. interesting. He's super old though. If if you're picking he's him up on waivers, old. yeah. He's like if he's you 30. feel rough in your running back position, you need somebody to start uh, as a filling guy. I would pick up Brandon Bolden. He was the receiver over uh, Amir Abdullah. He was the receiving back. No, he got hurt. So I don't know if he's even going to play this week, in which case maybe you're back to Amir Abdullah. So. Uh, Ty Montgomery, I, I actually really – I thought Ty Montgomery got used a decent amount. Another guy that's very old, though. So, yeah, Ty Montgomery and Brandon Bolden, um, when we're talking about uh, Patriots and uh, Las Vegas, they had the similar – they want like a PPR back. So if you're in a full PPR for running back, that's – those are. I think those great are guys grab. that can get you points. Absolutely. The the wide receivers. Yeah. Uh, I'm I'm not interested in any of them either. I, I might put a one dollar claim claim on Skowronek just because it's the Rams passing offense, but I just don't. I don't think it's going to repeat though. I, I mean, I I think they will try to throw to a Rob more, uh, in the future. They're going to adjust for Week One, so that you know that, that dynasty waivers are are rarely interesting. <laughs> yeah. What about, true. Um, what about there's a, a few tight ends that are on some some waiver wires. We have a tight end premium league. Any of these guys you're interested in? Ian Thomas, Juwan Johnson. Yes. Uh, yes. Both of those guys were over seventy percent snap percentage. 
I, I, if I'm in a if I'm in a tight end premium, I'm I'm picking up Ian Thomas or Jawan Johnson. I mean, those, they, all right, they're not going to yeah. get you a lot of so, points, but if if it's tight end premium, you only need three or four catches. So, and Jawan is uh, young and and as far as tight ends go, inexperienced. I mean, we're we're getting you know the Kyle Pitts guys and Pat Fryermuth, but like normally you're looking at three years. I think he's only been in the league two, if I'm not mistaken. If not, yeah. it is his third year. But like he he looks good. Um, and then I was gonna mention with Ian, uh, he's primarily a blocking tight end. So when you see the snap percentage, that's that's why that is. I don't think they ever bring him in on for the for the purpose of catching. But that said, he showed that he could do something with it. Yeah, so Tommy yeah, Trimble is the guy they want to catch passes. Yeah, but if if you if you're like you said a tight end premium league. I mean, guys that get 80 snaps, 80 snaps, I'm picking up, you know, another couple of guys in the Monday night game, Will Disley, Will Disley or Colby Parkinson? Are you interested? Disley. Disley. Yeah, that's the same for me. Disley, I might put a $0 claim on Parkinson just just if nothing for me is working out. But yeah, Disley over Parkinson to me. I agree. What about Nathan Beck? Uh, No. See, to me, no, so, the, so his stat line didn't look interesting, but I watched the game. At the end of the game, they handed it off to him in the in the red zone. So like, he, they want to use him like Taysom Hill or something. I mean, so I, yeah, if he, they're going to hand it off to him, I'm going to He's a categorized as a tight end, but he, he's, he's like a, fullback. a fullback tight end. Yes, exactly. Yeah, they run him as a fullback. So, so he's I, I, definitely, I actually am picking up Nathan Beck. If they're going to hand, him off, hand it off to him at the five, then I'm interested. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm just not that interested in fullbacks. Uh, if he, that was a, I mean, I'm just not, he's a tight end, so I get the tight end points. That's that's the one thing I was gonna say. That's the one thing about putting a guy that may get even if it's just one a game, a goal line stand. Like if if he gets it once a game at the four or five yeah. and trying to push it in, I mean that's that's worth it when you're talking about a guy you're gonna pick up for basically nothing. But Jawan Johnson is the guy you're targeting over all these guys for you. Oh, yeah. yeah, so for, for me, sure. I, it actually probably is Beck. Um, but Jawan Johnson would be second for me. So somewhere about. Okay, now, now we're going to talk about a few, um, a couple of the guys in your redraft league. This is a dynasty-focused podcast, so we're not going to spend a ton of time on them. Almost all of these guys are not on dynasty waivers. But Trevor, I just want you to very pick, to pick yeah. your favorite out of these guys and tell me why you're picking that guy up. Um, Curtis Samuel. Curtis Ryan Samuel. Anderson, Sterling Shepard, <laughs> Devin Duvernay, Juwan Jennings, Corey Davis, Zay Jones, or Donovan Peoples-Jones. You said Curtis Samuel right off the bat. Curtis Samuel first. Yeah, he yeah. had like nine um, targets or something like that. It's not just that. People forget the whole reason he was brought there was because they want to utilize him as a, a gadget and a runner and a cat, but he just couldn't stay healthy. So like, I know I had a ton of him, like a ton of him, I think like every league and I dropped him in every single one. I, I did not believe, but <laughs> we see now that that was a, that was a terrible mistake. Um, yeah, he'd be, he'd be, if I'm going to pick up anybody in a redraft league um, or a keeper league, I mean, that's, that's a yeah. good guy to try to get. He might be like a real weapon for that offense. It's the same for me. It's um, Curtis Samuel. I feel really good about him. 
I might put a claim on, on Robbie Anderson. I think he's going to be pretty involved still. So he's my second guy there. I, out of the rest of those, I'm honestly not going to put serious fab down on any of them. I think the third is Donovan Peoples-Jones. I think that the Browns, I think Cooper does not look very good. And uh, Jacoby Brissett threw it a lot to, to Peoples-Jones. What do you think about Devin DuVernay? Do you think that it is a mirage or do you think that it's here to stay? No, he and Zay, I was going to say, uh, Zay Jones um, in Jacksonville, I think are both interesting. I would want to see at least two weeks worth of any, like in a row. Like, let's see what happens next week. But as far as like for a dollar, two dollars or whatever worth of fab, you can pick them up, put them on the end of your bench. Don't plan to play them. But Zay would be a PPR guy. I don't think you're going to get a lot from him. Uh, versus uh, Duvernay would be a big play guy. I think you put him in as an emergency flex and then hope he gets a touchdown. But um, it didn't show out that way, but that's that's just my opinion on them. Um, yeah. I, if Brendan me, were here. I, I think Duvernay is, is not anything. I think he just was on the lucky receiving end. I don't think he's really going to be consistently used. But we don't have our Ravens set on, on the pod today. So... Uh, <laughs> Um, okay, running backs. Dontrell Hilliard, Rex Burkhead, Khalil <laughs> Herbert, Pacheco, Eno Benjamin. Any of those guys interesting? Uh, all of them, but Eno Benjamin. And then interesting. Yeah, not I think those are, I, I yeah. agree. All all interesting. I think Rex is going to continue to get a lot of work, but he's not going to be ever have a high ceiling. But if you want somebody to get points, I think he's there. Hilliard was used way more in the passing offense than I thought. So he's basically their passing down back now, I guess. So interesting. Um, but the the most, obviously, the biggest fab guys this week are going to be Jeff Wilson and Jordan Mason. So I, wanna, I, wanna, I want you to tell me, Trev, how much fab are you going to put on Jeff Wilson? How much fab on Jordan Mason? Which one do you like out of the two of those guys? Uh, and, Jeff and Wilson think, is the guy I like. Do you think Tyrion Davis-Price is worth anything, if he's even there? Uh I mean, yeah, he's worth something. I don't, I don't think I'd put a lot. Yeah. I don't think. I mean, especially if we're talking, are we talking redraft or dynasty? Are we talking dynasty or redraft? Um, here? Okay. Because so if we're still Mason talking redraft, Jordan uh, Mason maybe is on a re, on a dynasty waiver wire, um, but redraft probably all three could be. Yeah. So redraft um, Wilson, I think, is a great grab. You have to know that it's temporary excuse me but i think he's a great pickup as far as like how much fab i don't trust <laughs> the run game is going to be great but i don't trust their approach to the run game which is how you don't ever know which guy it's going to be so he's probably worth i mean i don't know 40 percent of your fab i'm not going to put that down oh, but no. but if he's a 10 percent maybe if he's a <laughs> i guess i'm not what? getting jeff wilson <laughs> No, I mean, I'm not putting 40% down, but I'm saying if he ends up being the guy. Sure, um, and I think Elijah Mitchell's out a couple months, so. Yeah, so uh, so he's he's probably worth that. I'm not paying that, so. Fair enough. Um, but I am going after him, just not for 40% of my fab. As far as um, Mason, I don't know, man. Everything in me wants to scream like you have to get that guy. Yeah, is that just dude. me? I'm like, I want him so bad. I want him. I don't even like, want Jeff Wilson. I just want Jordan Mason. But it's like the reality is he could never, he could not even see the field. It could just be Jeff Wilson. So, 
that's the whole thing is like how much how much fab do you put down on a on a question mark of a player even seeing the field but if he sees the field he's the one like how much do you put down for that I guy know. I don't know. Is that i have i'm going after him too, too. i probably maybe five ten percent but i'm having a tough time with that um okay i'm gonna give you a couple i'm gonna go over a few tight ends i'm gonna skip the quarterbacks not really a lot of interesting things going on with quarterbacks i've been so many leagues it barely matters i was gonna say i will say if you're talking about um uh redraft still carson wentz is probably on waivers and he looks is uh if i was to get a quarterback for dak and redraft i would get carson wentz i agree um, tight ends, uh, four guys that are interesting on waivers, Taysom Hill, OJ Howard, Tower Conklin, Hayden Hurst. Um, OJ Howard, I would say out of those four, if I'm picking one of them. So I, I disagree completely there. Uh, OJ Howard had a touchdown on hundred percent of like his routes run. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he was barely used. So he had like a 17% snap share percentage. I, I, I don't, I'm not optimistic on OJ Howard. Uh, doing that ever again this season, but I, but I hear, I mean, I don't know, and I hear you if if you think that it, he could be really involved. He has a lot of talent, and that Texas offense needs talent. So, for me, it's Hayden Hurst. Yeah, I my... Hayden Hurst was used a lot in the offense. He was. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Trev. Well, I was just going to say, the only thing about OJ is I just don't want to admit that I was wrong to begin with. Like, I'm such a believer in him. And then seeing him do this after being... OJ resurgence. Yeah, he's like waved by Buffalo and Texans pick him up and it's like, oh, great. Like, he's going to die on that. And then it's like, Justin, okay, this is my guy. (laughs) Like, I can pick him back up now. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know that he's worth the done. I mean, honestly, I I wouldn't go out and spend a bunch of fab on him, but I do like the kids. So I'm going to see. I can't get them on a couple of teams. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So that's that's our week one waivers. Um, we're going to take a short break, and then we'll be back with our starts of the week, uh, stinkers of the week, and the game of the week. This will be focused on our uh, running gun and league of records. So we'll be back in just one minute. All right. And we're back, guys. Uh, all right. So, second half of the episode, we're going to focus a little bit more on our league. So, I'm going to start with some starts of the week. Some guys in our league that I thought had some great starts this week. And uh, first, I have to start with you, Trev, because you beat me. Uh, so, I want to talk about... I'm, I'm going to have to I'm going to pull these matchups up on my phone because I've got so many things on my screen here. But uh, Did you say I beat you? You almost beat me. You almost beat me. There you go. It felt like you beat me. <laughs> it felt like I was going to, it felt like I lost. I almost lost honestly, three or four times. So I was going to say, honestly, it felt like a win. So. Yeah. <laughs> like, I get that. But uh, it felt like you a win. started James Robinson, mm-hmm. Isaiah McKenzie, Zay Jones. I thought mm-hmm. you had a ton of great mm-hmm. starts. Now, granted, you didn't have any other players that you could play, but a, nope. lot of, a lot of guys that did really well this week and Justin Jefferson. So, um, I mean, we talked about a couple of those players already. Uh, how did it feel to start 40-point Justin Jefferson and almost win uh, with a rebuild? It, it felt like a – yeah, it felt like a good trade opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, felt- I, I actually agree. I don't – this is – I mean, it's a hot take, but I actually don't think that this game is why Justin Jefferson is good, you know? 
He was good, but mm-hmm. I honestly don't think Justin Jefferson played well. The the Packers, no, did you watch the game? I did. I watched the game. Yeah. The Packers were playing I was gonna say, zone defense and putting linebackers mm-hmm. on Justin Jefferson. They were guarding Justin. He, I don't think a single one of yeah. his catches was against uh who's their starting corner? For I don't remember. Oh, but yeah, Jair no, he Jair, not a single he, one of those catches came against Jair Alexander. What are they doing? Yeah, it was it was a soft zone, and he had a ton of plays that he he did some things after the catch, but his his touchdowns dope. weren't that. Just, I mean, they weren't. That's what I'm saying. Wild. His touchdowns weren't that. Yeah, um, the big one especially. The big ones was just a blown. I mean, he was. I mean, not even just wide open. He was like. He's like twenty yards. He was like mad. Like that's what I'm saying. Field. He was. <laughs> he was like. Madden and you blitzed your safeties for some reason, and then they just oh sent God. this guy out on an out. Like he was so open. It was so good. No, um, I think before was, like one play into the game, it was like, guys, this this Packers defense is gonna eat. This Packers defense is gonna eat. <laughs> we got we got Quay Walker out there. Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt. We got all these guys, and uh <laughs> oh my yeah. gosh! I was like, I was like, oh really? <laughs> that said, that reminds me. Um, since we're we're focusing in on the league a little bit, yeah. before I traded, um, hint, I actually traded Jefferson. So before I traded him, I sent an offer to Lipster to Hipster Llama, and he did not accept yeah, yeah, it. Yeah. So I sent it out to like two other guys and. One guy accepted it without a counter. Like that was the deal. There you go. <laughs> I, when I put guys on the block, I'm trying to get rid of them. Let's do this. <laughs> but uh, great almost win for you. Um, another win I had to call out. I just kind of looked through our league for some great wins. Brendan and, and M. Long had a very, very close game this week. Uh, Brendan only lost by 10 points, and he had some – questionable starts we'll talk about that in stinkers of the week uh, but in long <laughs> yeah had uh, a couple guys who didn't do so well he had cole commit goose but carson wentz in the superflex 30 points uh yeah who, who didn't thought that, that carson wentz was gonna was gonna carry you to a win he was hoping he was gonna get 10 out of them so yeah, i mean good call. amazing so you know, I don't know if I mean you didn't have a lot of other options there, but still, uh, I thought that was that was hilarious that he won on the back of Carson Wentz. Uh, another fun one, uh, T. Bogard won by about twenty five points, and man, the sweet sweet justice for drafting Saquon, I'm sure. Uh, he um, almost yeah. won just with Mahomes and Saquon. He, he didn't really need the rest of his team. <laughs> I mean, anybody that drafted Saquon, um, that's it's it must be nice because <laughs> nobody else believes. Hopefully, it balanced out the fact that he played Allen Robinson. <laughs> oh, good. He's got Allen Robinson, Saquon. You know, it, it balances itself out. So, congrats to those guys. Those guys. So, the winners of starts of the week this week, uh, selected by myself, were Trev, M. Long, and T. Bogart. Congratulations, you guys. You won the starts of the week this week. Now it's oh, time, again. time for the Shane Corner. Uh, time for the stickers of the week. You don't want to be on this list. We should keep track. Uh, we are going to keep track. I just have this idea. Yeah. We're going to keep track. 
how many starts of the week you get, how many stinkers of the week you get, and we'll see who, who the ultimate champion and uh, the ultimate uh, stinker is at the end of the season. I think that'll be pretty fun. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll have some kind of prize or punishment or something for those guys. Um, I love it. But uh, and maybe, okay, so sticker of the week, number one, I think you remember this, five minutes before game start, hits to Lama, jumps on, says, oh, crap, Sleeper says, Michael Thomas is only going to play 10 snaps. I'm going to swap him out for Chris Olave. <laughs> Great call. Great call. Oh, wow. boy. MT get two touchdowns in the fourth yeah, quarter. Is that 20, right? Yeah, two touchdowns. Five catches for 57 yards and two touchdowns. 23 fantasy points. If he had started him over... I mean, he only lost by 23. So... He would have been a lot closer. I don't know if he could have won, but it would have been it would have been tight if he had played Michael Thomas. So that feels rough. That feels rough, buddy. I mean, Chris Olave was not bad. He was involved. Three catches for forty-one yards and a two-point conversion. Mm-hmm. But that's that's a tough one. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. Especially As a guy you had in the lineup and you swapped him out. That, that's what I was about to say. As a guy in a different league, I did the same thing with Amari Cooper. So I feel his pain, but that doesn't make it any less of a bad call. <laughs> Still a terrible call. Yeah, that's... Uh, um, and, then, and then the next guy, i got to put him on blast because he's in the podcast and he's not here this week, so we we got to call him out. But absolutely. Then, I, I'm not really sure. Oh, okay, actually, maybe... No, he swapped out. He's just changed it from the matchup. Let me pull the matchup up. I was like, wait a second. Yeah, okay, so Brandon played Romeo Dubs. An interesting choice. I would not have started Romeo Dubs this week. This Nobody would have. Interesting choice. Nobody but Hipster Llama and Cap would have started. Yeah, an interesting choice. So he played Romeo Dubs and left his guy, DJ Chark, on the bench. I mean, he's, how much has he hyped up DJ Chark? In this league. And what did Chark do, Sam? Can you give me a stat line on there? He had four for 52 and a touchdown. I mean, a pretty good, pretty good day. Yeah, that sounds, uh, that sounds, sounds remarkably like, a, sounds like... like a stinker to me. Yeah, sounds <laughs> remarkably like a stinker. And he, only lost by, he lost by nine points. Nine points. And Romeo Dubs to DJ Chark. Not quite nine, but it would have been close. So... Uh, you know, that's a tough one. All right, last one. Yeah. This one, I think, legitimately lost him his matchup. So, <laughs> this is the ultimate stinker. Ultimate stinker. I, MTTX, you know, I, 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 we need a nickname for, for MTTX. I, we'll, we'll, come, we'll come up with something. Because I'm not saying that every week. Um. <laughs> He's hoping you only have to say it this once. Yeah. <laughs> Be done with it. So let's see. Let me pull up. I keep pulling up their, their – I keep pulling up the week two lineup where they swap these guys in, of course, because they recognize their mistake. Well, but, uh, speaking of MTTX, yes. uh, I have to shout him out a little bit. He lost a matchup in, the, in a separate two-quarterback league that we have. He lost his matchup by like 0. 0.2 points wow. to a guy named uh, – something I can't say on the internet. And, uh, and that guy has been, yeah, no, I, I don't mind saying it, but yeah, no, he's, he's been bottom half of the league. This is, this to is average. A, this is a but, 
for E for Everyone podcast. Yeah, like my hands ring for everybody. So, yeah, no, he uh, he lost by point two. It was that's devastating. So I just had to shout him out for that as well. That's tough. That's tough. My condolences. But uh, but I'm just, you're still a stinker this week. He had C H on the bench, and mm-hmm. Gabe Davis on the bench. Oof. That's a total of. Let me see. 20.9 points for CEH, seven carries for 42 yards, three catches for 32 yards, and two touchdowns. And Gabe Davis, four for 88 in the touchdown. Let's see who he had in the starting lineup. Um, Mike Williams, three points. Juju Smith-Schuster, nine points. Josh Jacobs, eight points. Oof. So that's a, let's see, if he had played these guys, that's a 13... 20, I mean, he only lost by 28. I, I honestly think MTTX could have won. <laughs> so that's that one feels bad. That one feels bad. So that's yeah. the, the ultimate sneaker this week, MTTX. Sorry, buddy. Uh, do better next time. <laughs> Good luck, bud. <laughs> so we'll, we'll, make this, we'll make this one a recurring segment. I think this is going to be fun. I don't know how much time we'll spend on it this week. I might just list them every week. Uh we're just we're showing it this week. We're trying it out, but those are our start. Those are our. Well, I'm gonna say stars of the week, uh, until and then our stinkers of the week. Um, but like any other, uh, but let's. See, I mean, that's pretty much it. We talked a little bit about some of the fun matchups, um, but I think <laughs> I, I'm just gonna leave it there. I don't want to talk too much about how I almost yeah. lost to Trev. Uh, but I think that's fine. You know, we'll, we'll have a little bit of a focus on on our league every uh, here and there. So let's look ahead to week two, though. Uh, you know, I, I want to make sure we talk a little bit about about week two in this podcast. So um, looking ahead to some matchup previews, Trev, I'm gonna I'm gonna go over a couple of a couple of matchups. I'm gonna tell you who these guys are starting, and I want you to tell me who you're taking. I'm ready. Okay, the first is I got I got J Med versus M Long. J Med's got Matt Ryan and Matt Stafford. Mm-hmm. Got the two Matts. Mm-hmm. Dallas Cook, Leonard Fournette at running back. Brandon Cooks, DJ Moore, Travis Kelsey, Jeff Wilson. He's put Jeff Wilson in the lineup. And Stefan Diggs. Okay. Then, solid lineup. Yeah. Solid lineup. And Long got Kyler and Wentz. Rolling with Wentz mm-hmm. again. Got Don't blame him. Kamara and Aaron Jones. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams. Mike Evans. This is the big disadvantage. He's play, got Komet going up against Kelsey. And then at Flex, he's got Chase Edmonds and Miles Sanders. Who are you taking this one? I was even through commit. I was, I was on M Long side up till the flex. But Miles Sanders is he played pretty uh, good last week. He yeah he did he did and that offense was running. Miles um, Sanders had very well. Had uh, ninety six rushing yards. Mm-hmm. Two receptions for nine yards, and, and he even got his yeah he even got his touchdown in. Yeah no I mean that's I just don't think he's gonna repeat that. Um, we'll see. But Jim had started but, starting Jeff Wilson. 
I don't disagree with that start, though. <laughs> yeah, you think it's a good start this week? Yeah, over- you got to call your shot. Yeah, you got to call your shot. Who else does he have on the bench that he could start over over Wilson if he had to? Um, his next best option over Wilson would be uh, rolling the dice on Josh Palmer this week. Yeah, I'd start Wilson. Yeah, I think that's a good. Call. I think it's a good lineup. I think it's a good lineup. Yeah, so, I think okay, it's a good. So lineup. we're going, we're going J Med, going J Med this week. Uh, you aligned with sleeper. Sleeper predicts J Med's going to win as well. What percentage? He's got fifty-five percent. Yeah, I, I, I don't really know what that means. That that means it's a toss-up <laughs> in my mind. But, um, but I agree. I mean, I think, I think his his receivers are. I mean, so Imola's got Adams and Evans, but Jay has got Cooks and Cooks underrated and Diggs. You know, that's tough. I mean, the receivers feel even, the starting running backs feel even, but he's got Travis Kelsey over Komet. That's that's what it is for me. That's what it is. It's Travis Kelsey because the the flex just is close enough for me. So, okay, so we're taking Jay Med. We're both taking Jay Med. We should mention um, it's it's PPR for uh, wide receivers and it's uh, one point five for yeah, exactly. tight ends and it's point five for running back. That's right. That's right. That's helpful. Um, okay, next one. This will be fun too because everybody can clown us in the chat when we're wrong about these. <laughs> um, I'm sure they will. <laughs> yeah, they'll say these they'll are say, all Sam's predictions. Yeah, Imlon's going to say, you know, they wrote a lot about me in the offseason, but I didn't write back. That's what he's going to say. <laughs> Did you hear that? Sounds Gino's, about right. Did you hear Gino say that? At the end of the, oh, you didn't watch the end of the game. Mm-hmm. That's what Gino said at the end of the game. <laughs> they said, hey, everyone's been writing you off this offseason. What do you say to that? He said, I, I didn't write him back. I thought that was hilarious. Okay, next one. No, it is. That's still just a crazy outcome. <laughs> Okay, next one. I got Brendan versus MTTX. Two of our stinkers. Can this can these stinkers redeem themselves this week? One of them will. One of them will. Brendan. Okay, so Brendan's got Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow. Great start. Yeah. Great start. Yeah. Running backs. Naheem Hines. Melvin Gordon. Mm-hmm. Dylan Ruff. Wide receivers, he's got Jalen Waddle, Cortland Sutton, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. tight end Gerald Everett, mm-hmm. and then Drake London and DJ DJ Chark as his flex. All right, you got that? Yeah, now, now that he's got Chark in his lineup, that he's looks got pretty Chark good. Got Chark in his lineup, yeah. Okay, so uh, MTTX, yeah. Russ, and Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. So I think he's got a disadvantage like at quarterback. It. He does, but they're uh, not bad. Ceh. And Eckler at running back. So, got a leg up there. Mm-hmm. Juju and Mike Williams. Ooh, I do not do not feel confident in that. Yeah, I like it. Goddard at tight end. Mixon and McCaffrey at flex. Ooh, that's big. Yeah. I don't know, I'm going to have to go with the guy that's got four possible top ten running backs yeah, all on the same team. With how CEH played last week, and it's probably an up week for Mike Williams. Sutton looked not as good as people expect. 
Yeah, but he, he had a bunch of targets though. To yeah, be fair, just he was targeted. As, as Judy, so it's not he's not the clear one. Oh, did they? they did they both, both get seven? seven targets? I didn't know that. I thought it was seven and five. I don't know where yeah, I read that. They had equal targets. Um, the true wide receiver one's Javante Williams. Um. Okay, so you're taking. I hope so. I have You're taking MTTX because of the running backs. I think and, I'm going upset here. I think I'm going Britain with the upset here. I, I just feel real sketch about Juju and Mike Williams. And uh, I'm feeling spicy. <laughs> What's the sleeper percentage? 59% because that matters. TTX. That's the sleeper percent. I feel like CMC is going to have a bounce back game too. Not that he had a terrible game, but yeah. he didn't have a Christian a cool, McCaffrey-like game. CMC game, yeah. Yeah. All right, last one. Last matchup of the week. I got Hipster and Tebow guard. Hipster's got Lamar and Goff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Running backs, Brees, Daryl Henderson. Wide receivers, Amon Ra and Alave. <laughs> I, I don't know if he, he might swap out. He might swap Michael Thomas in for Alave. Let's we'll see. So let's let's assume he let's assume he plays Michael Thomas this week. <laughs> I'm, we'll gonna, I'm gonna assume, but we'll, I don't know. I don't know. Um, <sighs> Noah Fant to tight end. Oof. CD, yikes. DK, that's, yikes. That's rough. T Bogard, we got Mahomes and Tua. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then we got uh, we got Saquon and Cordero at running back. Mm-hmm. That's that's sneaky good, sneaky good. Yeah. Tyreek and Debo at wide receiver. Man- I like it. Mandrews at tight end. Love it. James Conner. And then final flex. I don't know if he's bold enough to do it, but he's got Allen Robinson in there. <laughs> I assume he's going to pull him. Who would he put in if not Allen Robinson? Um, uh, let's say Ezekiel Elliott. That's not, that's not much better. Not, not better. But I mean, but. <laughs> that's but, not but, better. But, but, but hipsters got CD. So let's say they cancel each other that's out. <laughs> I don't know, man. I think I'm. I think I'm. I don't think I can go with Hipster Llama. I'd love to. I just don't think I can. That's a rough roster, man. <laughs> it's not looking good, dude. It's not That's, looking good. That is rough. He's got most hmm. of his team on IR, it looks like. <laughs> All right. So. <laughs> okay. So th- those are our matchups of the week. I think that's pretty fun. We'll see what we'll see what we are right on. I'm going to put, I'm going to type in the show doc. I'm going to say, okay, so Trev, let's see, we both went, both went J-Mad in the first. Mm-hmm. Uh, you picked Sam, Brendan. Sam's going Brendan. Mm-hmm. And Trev's going MTTX. Okay, so, and then let's see. You're going T-Bogard here. I think I have to go T-Bogard too. So we're going to say both T-Bogard. Actually, looks like a lot of blowouts this week. So I'm interested to see who uh, who is who upsets in their matchup? Trevor Soros Rex should lose his matchup. Most likely, most likely. That's, should that's that's Tread's team here. Um, okay, so last thing before our Super Bowl picks, and then we'll wrap up. I want to talk a little bit about some real football for Week Two. I'm gonna go through 
a few interesting games. We don't have time to go through all of them, um, but we're gonna co- we're gonna cover a few of the ones we're excited about. So, first, Thursday night football, Justin Herbert versus Patrick Mahomes on Prime Video. Amazon Prime is a great service that delivers packages to you very fast and cheaply for <laughs> only a hundred dollars a year. There are great shows on now. You can find these on Prime Video. Rings of Power. Uh, episode uh, episode three of Rings of Power premieres this Friday. Um, <laughs> the shamelessness. Um, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I, I just want to ask all of you guys to tune in. Wait, tune in tonight it. to uh, this Thursday night football game on Prime Video. Uh, just log right into your Amazon account. The link will be right there. Uh, <laughs> anyways, um, <laughs> anyway. all right, all right, all right. But anyway, okay, so I started doing my pick'em for this game, and I honestly I have no clue who to take. Uh, who are you taking, Chargers or the Chiefs? Chiefs looked uh, more polished against a worse defense, but um, I think that helped them iron out uh, maybe some issues that they were dealing with. I'm going to pick the Chiefs. I'm going to pick Pat Mahomes coming off a five-touchdown game. I mean, I, I think it's going to be much more competitive and and much more of a shootout, but I'm still going to go with Mahomes at five. But I do love Justin Herbert and the Chargers. I just have to throw that out there. Yeah. I'm actually going Chargers this week. I think their defense is so good. Uh, it's I, way better than Kansas City's. It's, it's, I think their defense is going to be a lot tougher than the Cardinals' defense. No offense to the Cards fans out there. And uh, so I'm going Chargers. This is, I think the line is minus three and a half for the Chiefs this week. So it's projected to be a very close game. I, I'm very excited to watch this one. Very excited. Yeah. I love the Thursday good. night football. Uh, um, the panel they've got out there. I think Prime Video has done a great job with this product. <laughs> so, if, you know. Anyways. Um, next, <laughs> our next I don't know game, why they get <laughs> Our next game, uh, Vikings versus Eagles on Monday night. We actually have a doubleheader this Monday. But Vikings-Eagles, I think this one's going to be fun. Yeah, I do too. I really do. Um, I've got a bet in with uh, Lipster. Um, he's a huge Green Bay fan. I've got a bet in on who's going to end up being king of the North. And I've said since preseason it's going to be the Vikes. And I do believe that. So um, I, last year they split um, s- split the uh, uh, games with uh, Green Bay. Both, both home teams won. But I think this year they're going to do – extremely well them versus the eagles now that we've seen what the eagles can do when they're actually rolling on offense is going to be extremely interesting yeah yeah Yeah, oh you know what we forgot to mention what's up i was wrong on aj too i thought i thought aj was going to do not poorly but just not very not extremely well on his new team so i had to throw that out there for bad calls what's the spread on them the spread is actually minus two philadelphia right now Vegas knows what they're doing. I mean, we said it earlier, Vikes, a lot of their offense was a lot of stuff that was blown and just 
Kirk taking advantage. I don't think Eagles are going to come in there with the same game plan. They might. I doubt it. They got a good that's defense. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be close. It's going to be close. It's in Philly. I think that's probably why the – I think if this is just the two-point uh, home field advantage. I was about to say point and a half, two-point, yeah. Yeah, so like, yeah. I think Vegas is calling this a 50-50 toss-up for the most part. Um, Did you say who you were picking? Uh, I think I'm taking the Eagles. I'm taking the Vikes. All right. So Look at us going sides. off that. <laughs> both of these. I love it. <laughs> now, we'll see if I follow through on the pick them. I haven't – I haven't finalized my pick and picks yet, so we'll see how the news develops. Yeah, me either. But that's who, that's what I'm taking out. I yeah. filled I filled it in. I filled in my preliminary picks. So Eagles are my preliminary pick. Um, next one I have on here: Seahawks 49ers. I think Wyatt called this as his uh, sneaky upset. It was actually my sneaky upset as well. Uh, I think the Seahawks could do it again. I think the 49ers. They just lost Elijah Mitchell, Trey Lance. Still new, uh, and the Seahawks looked okay. So I think the Seahawks get back. I'm gonna to call. Defense. I'm gonna call this a fix-it game for the 49ers. I think this is the the demolishing that I was expecting Denver to put on Seattle. I think that's what I'm about to see with the 49ers. I think defense steps up, offense steps up, beats them on every side of the ball. Call it a day. They certainly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, they certainly have the better team. So I, I don't think that's a bad call. The line's minus 10 San Francisco, so Vegas is going San Francisco. Now, I would pick Seattle to cover that. We're not really talking cover, but right, sure. 10 and a half's a lot. Yeah, I would expect them to cover that. Last one. I think you put this one in here. Uh, but I did. I kind of feel the same way. I almost picked this as, my, as a sneaky upset as well. Uh, Denver-Houston. I, yeah, this would be, if I have a sneaky upset, this would be it. I think Denver is going to be, I mean, I don't know. I'm not saying they're going to be bad because I do believe Denver is going to be good. And I think they're great um, as far as talent goes. But Houston's on a high right now after, I mean, this is a tie game. But, like, everybody thought they were going to get blown out. I think they're going to come to win, not to play. The Texas you know? defense is playing very well. Levy Smith has them motivated. They have some talent now with these young guys, with Jalen Petrie, Derek Stingley, uh, the linebackers they've added in the past couple of off seasons. I mean, they have some talent. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm not going to pick the Texans here. I, you know, I, I got to go Broncos. I think this is a Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson comes back with a vengeance. I think he plays really well. And I just don't think the Texans have enough firepower to keep up with the Broncos. So it is Denver minus 10. Um, I'm going to stick with the fate with the favorite here, the Broncos. So it looks like we, I think we were, were we opposite we, on all of those? Yeah, picks? we so, sure so, were. So we'll see. So we'll see. I, I have a, I think I have a pretty decent lead on Trev and our pick right now. Um, so if, if you, if you want to come back, this is the week, it seems. Well, we're doing week to week, right? So that's the only thing that gives me hope because I'm pretty sure you're up on me by like technically four. Um, oh, is it just – is it? So, oh, I think it's the points add up over time. Yeah, they do. I was saying for, for us, aren't we oh, doing – we're doing like one week at a time, yeah. Because sure, sure, sure. as far as – it's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be tough <laughs> to come back four in one week. Yeah, but, no, that's fair. Um, okay, so – a couple of fantasy storylines. So I think, you know, last week in our week one preview, we looked at every player, every game. 
Unfortunately, we have real jobs. We can't talk to you guys for an hour about every single game, every single every single player. <laughs> Trent's gotta go to sleep. So like we do this for fun, you know. So we're just gonna talk yep. about a couple storylines, fancy storylines that I'm keeping an eye on this week. The stuff I want to talk about, and I'm not gonna talk about that stuff I don't want to talk about. Y'all can go listen to some other podcasts that they make a lot of money for that. Um, <laughs> uh, so first thing I'm looking at, CD Lamb. Yep. Can he do anything with Cooper Rush? Mm. I mean, um, I, I would say uh, that's super interesting. I'm looking at, at Mike Williams. Um, he can have disappearing acts, but is yeah, can, is this next game, you know, two even out high scoring yeah. game? High, sc- I mean, do you, we expect this to be high scoring, right? High yeah. scoring. I mean, they yeah, just scored absolutely. five touchdowns. The Cardinals or the uh, the um, against the Cardinals. Yeah, high scoring game. Mike Williams, he's got to get a touchdown here, or are you scared? Are you very scared if he doesn't get it? If he doesn't, I'm, a, doesn't I'm do extremely well? nervous. It's not even if he doesn't like perform well. Like if he if he's you know I don't know two for fifty in a touchdown, I'm not happy at all. Like <laughs> I'm I need him to like show out. <laughs> like I'm not nonsense, you know. Um, That's what I'm saying. Yeah, even if he doesn't, if it's a if if it ends up being a real shootout. There's no way that they're honing in on just Mike Davis with Jalen Guyton and Josh Palmer and Keenan Allen possibly or DeAndre Carter, weirdly enough. But like these other guys they got, there's Mike Williams is not going to be the only guy they're taking out of the game. So yeah. so that's that's those those are some receivers we're keeping an eye on. Some stinkers that I own a lot of CD. Trev owns a lot of Mike Williams. So I think it's some guys we're personally invested in and just are really hoping. Are going to be good still this season. So actually, Trevor, you, you see any regression on our team that's centered around CD. So hopefully, you're 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 also hoping for that CD coming. Uh, you know, it's we've we've seen it. I'm I'm, a, I'm just about to go off here on how hopeful I am, but uh, this is all probably false hope. But we've seen it before. The backup comes in, they funnel it to the top receiver because they can't throw anybody else, and it's it's okay. But CD had 11 targets from Dak last week and still couldn't do anything. So I, I'm very, very, very scared. We'll see. Uh, Super don't nervous. Talk about it too yeah. much. <laughs> uh, next one for me. <laughs> who steps up in the 49ers backfield? I'm excited to see if Jordan Mason plays, does something. I mean, it would be so typical 49ers for Jordan Mason to just be the guy. So I, I'm excited to watch that. That's one reason I'm really excited to watch this 49ers Seahawks game. It's a game that a running back could do well against. We just saw Javante and Melvin Gordon do very well against the that that defense. Um, we we already talked about those guys though, so I won't go into it too much. Another one I have, um, or you know, you go. What, what's another storyline you're watching? I have. Uh, I don't. Wentz. So a lot of quarterbacks actually, mm-hmm. it's not uncommon to start kind of slow. The elite ones typically don't start slow, but. A lot of quarterbacks can start slow, can start the season. Wentz hasn't, um, and he didn't last year either. So yeah. it's it's going to be interesting to see if he's the Wentz of old or if he just – like, because he definitely started strong, no doubt yeah. about it, but is, does he continue? And the so. thing is, like, it's almost one of those things that's like, man, we should have seen it coming. I mean, he has a lot of weapons there. I mean, Jahan Dotson oh, yeah. – Curtis, Sam- mm-hmm. Curtis Samuel, Terry mm-hmm. McLaurin, 
That's like that's the big one. That's like yeah. a top ten wide receiver trio. And that's uh, I mean, that's not bad. And what's his name? Dag, um, I'm blanking. The tight end. What's Logan his name? Thomas. He's coming back in like a week or two. Logan Thomas. He played, no, Logan he played Thomas was he good. This week. Yeah, he played well. Uh, Antonio Gibson. I mean, that's not a bad offense. Logan Thomas played. He did. He did play. Oh, uh, dude, I thought I thought he was out this week. And he played this week. Pretty, pretty good show. Limited... I was about to say, was he on Snapshare? I thought he was out. Let me look it up. Um, because he played because I had him in a league and I was surprised how many points he got. Um, Logan Thomas had three catches for 45 yards last week. Oh, so yeah, even better. Uh, yeah, he's got all his weapons. Snap percentage, six targets. That's yeah. really kind of limited for him. Sixty-two yeah. percent. So he, he I mean, he's normally play, around he the seventy. Limited, great wide receivers. Antonio Gibson, a great pass receiving back. The Commanders could be pretty good. Uh, I don't know if they're going to beat out the Eagles in that division, but uh, they should both beat Dallas. I said it a couple years ago when they had Fitzpatrick. Like, if that team gets a quarterback, they have good talent. I mean, they have a good offense. They have a good defense. Uh, They have a great defense. Yeah, once they get Chase Young back. So, um, (laughs) sneaky playoff pick, the Commanders. Um Next storyline I'm watching, and then I'll give you one more, Trev, and we'll wrap up with our Super Bowl picks. Um, I want to see what the Bears' offense actually looks like. I don't trust anything from that game. That was They played in two feet of standing water. It felt like. Uh, and I want to see what the Packers' defense actually looks like. You know, uh, Are they going to play that bad against not Jeff- Justin Jefferson? So yeah. those are those are a couple more things I'm watching. Uh, just trying to you know gauge. I, I really want to get a real feel for those units after two games and not overreact. Uh, if if I'm last one for me, uh, Rams receiving game. So outside of Cup, we have no idea. And the three coming in from camp was Van Jefferson. The two was Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson got two targets. Van Jefferson was out. So we ended up finding like an array of six dudes getting a couple targets here and there. But I'm super interested to see who emerges as the two. Because even if it ends up being someone that's not worth a you know, dang with the ball in their hands, they're still going to get targets. It can't all go to cup. So I am interested to see who ends up emerging as the two if it's not Robinson. Yeah, that's yeah, that is going to be really interesting. I mean, Van Jefferson, maybe when he plays more they've reached out to obj but obj is going to be a while until he's healthy enough to play yeah i don't have high hopes for van jefferson i mean it's but it, based on Allen robinson it's definitely not a zero percent chance yeah so that's i agree that's going to be very interesting to watch um i'm just excited football's back it's fun to watch me too these kinds of <sighs> man it's a lot of fun. So it's so good to have football back. We're gonna make so let's make our early season Super Bowl picks. Uh, you know, we want to get these in. We want it to be on the record, so you guys know that we're not cheating when we say at the end of the year that these are the guys we were taking. But uh, Trev, I want you to start. Who are you picking for your Super Bowl winner or your Super Bowl loser? 
I'm picking um, Baltimore. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm picking the Bills to be the winner. Uh, I believe in the offense. I believe the defense is really good and and knows who to cover, when to cover, even though you have guys like Cup that are going to blow the coverage anyway, um, make it look silly. But I think it's a good team. I think last year we've seen what they were capable of if it wasn't for a coin flip. Um, How much further they could have gotten, we don't know, but – I have uh, I have Bills over Colts, which is the surprise part of that. Um, we'll uh, we'll see how they do, but I I think that offense yeah, and no, defense. I think I think they're going to get it going. Play. They have a good defense and good players on offense. If they can't, this is his last year, yeah. no doubt about it. Yeah, they're going to pick someone in the draft if Matt Ryan doesn't. I think if he doesn't get them to the playoffs, they pick someone in the draft. I I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that if if he can't get them to a bye week I mean yeah. honestly because yeah. in that division too so yeah that's true I forgot about the division too yeah um for okay so for me I'm going Chargers over the Vikings I'm so excited about the Chargers this year I love Brandon <laughs> Staley I might be a Chargers fan. We'll see I, I you know I, I love Brandon Staley who I'm, is it a Herbert fan though you know I mean, like. Everybody loves Herbert. the guy. I mean, I, I've just been watching highlights of Herbert like all day. Like these throws are crazy that he makes. The mm-hmm. defense is so good. Khalil mm-hmm. Mack looked great. Uh, I mean, Joey Bosa, Derwin James was playing great. J.C. Jackson. I'm like, this defense is good, and they've got a great offense. Now the tough parts of their division. Like, that division's going to beat up on each other. But the Broncos look not as good as we expected. The Raiders don't look as good as we expected. So I think it's pretty – it could be pretty easy that the that it's, you know, uh, Chiefs Chargers out of there. Um, and, you know, one of them gets a wild card, right? Uh, so – but uh, Chargers, sure. Chargers are my pick. And then uh, I'm going to – I just have to – hold on. I just we, – we talked about it a little yeah. bit earlier. But, like, the Vikes pick – I applaud you, sir. Like, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the cojones to do it, but that's great. I mean, I believe I, the so offense I, is going to be know, really I good. Think, so. it could, I think totally. It, you know, uh, there's been, it's been – I think there's been – It's not. this isn't that hot of a take. It's been out there that Kirk Cousins MVP. I've heard it. But we've heard <laughs> it out there in the ether. Kirk Cousins MVP. <laughs> Uh, Sam's be, whispering in everyone's ear. Yeah, Kirk Cousins so, MVP. So I think it could happen. You know, I think – that offense is going yeah. to be very good, and the defense is very approved with Zadarius Smith. Daniel oh, yeah. Hunter's playing really well. Uh, mm-hmm. They have a good defense, so I, I feel really good about that that team. I think they can win the AFC North. Uh, yeah, so those are my those are my two teams. Um, Brendan's not here to defend his picks, so I guess we can just just say how bad they are. He picked Bucks Broncos, two teams that to me both looked bad. <laughs> yeah so, for sure for sure so, i'm surprised he didn't just have baltimore before the baltimore. games or after the games maybe we give him the benefit of the doubt so he picked him before week one uh, but uh i just i don't want to say it too loudly but i think yeah i'm think i'm gonna Tom give Brady him credit he going down a bit this year he did pick them before so okay Okay. Pre, enough. yeah, pre hype on both teams. Fair enough. But yeah, that doesn't it doesn't look good to start. Like it I doesn't think, look good I to think start. This is the yeah. year Tom Brady starts to tail off. I just do. And 
I mean, I don't think he's going to be bad. I just don't think he's going to be good enough. With and all the retirement stuff, give me a percentage between zero and 100 that if the year's going bad enough, he just calls it quits in the middle of the season. <laughs> he just, he just uh, ABs and gives the peace sign as he's getting out of the end. So, I, like, I think that's pretty low just because of his competitive nature, but uh, that would be so funny. I would love to see That'd be that. great. Um, and the Broncos, you know, they could beat the Seahawks. I don't know how they're going to get to a Super Bowl. Um, I think they get it together, but I don't know about a Super Bowl this year. It's yeah, tough. Me neither. Me neither. Eventually, maybe they got a young core, uh, so I think they can do it. I think they can get better, but they just have to. They just are not gelling yet, you know. So, but no, not mean, yet. Maybe, Long maybe way to go. the Bengals looked bad the beginning of the season last year, and then they started to put stuff together, and then they made it to the Super Bowl. So you never know. Um, yeah. But that's that's it for our show this week, guys. Uh, we got to make sure Trev gets gets himself some dinner. And can wake up early to go deliver some pizzas. So that is um, what I do. <laughs> uh, next week we'll be doing a similar format, but we'll we'll do a couple of different segments. We're gonna keep trying out new segments each week, see what you guys like, uh, and 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 then you know until we can kind of get to a format that we enjoy. Um, so leave us a rating or review on YouTube. If you know, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button if you if you're watching us out there. Uh, you can find us on Twitter, Twitter at DynastyPodFF. That's at DynastyPodFF. Um, leave us any questions there if you have them, and we'll be sure to respond. Um, and for those of us in our league, please don't put fat bids on the guys that I said I liked for waivers. So, well, it's Dynasty. So I, I, there's not so many people who are picking up in Dynasty waivers, but unfortunately, you guys are all in my redraft leagues too. So <laughs> I was just thinking that I was like, I got guys that if they heard this, so, like, I'm, I'm wanting one of them to go 80% fab on, on Jeff Wilson. Let's see what they do. Yeah. <laughs> just so, go ahead. I don't even mind losing them. If you pay that much, go for it. But y'all, y'all, y'all in our league, please, you know, Hey, respond in the, t- respond at the chat with what you like, respond with what you didn't like. And if you listen to the episode and you give us feedback, you're more likely for me to ask you to be a host one week. So if you want to do that, you gotta listen all the way through. Well, thank you. <laughs> um, and then thank you to thank you to our sponsors, uh, Amazon.com, <laughs> you know, the best place to get anything. Uh, Two day delivery. Yeah. Go get your Amazon Prime membership today. Um, all right, that's it, guys. Um, I hope y'all all have a great rest of your day. Um, peace. <laughs>